everyone, and welcome to Movie Mandates, the show where my sister and I force each other to watch movies according to a monthly theme. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. And it's Independence Month. So, do you, do you see what we did there? <laughs> so, being Independence Month, I mandated Kelly watch Primer, a movie written, produced, directed, edited, and scored by some guy named Shane for about seven grand. Some guy named Shane. It's very true, though. Yeah. How'd he do? How'd he do? Well, we'll it's only fair that since I mandated today's movie, Kelly gets to challenge me in a segment we call Trivial Trivia. Okay, so this one's going to be semi-simple. And the reason I'm keeping it simple is because I have For a feeling contrast. we have a lot to talk about uh, regarding <laughs> Primer. So... Let's just uh, get this little trivial trivia I bet up. somewhere on the internet there exists a primer primer. Yes. I did zero research because I wanted this to be just us talking. And um, I want our listeners to know just how stupid I <laughs> truly am. Rather than fake it by looking up other people's dissertations on uh this movie so okay i'm, I'm just gonna go into I, I imagine someone's probably written a research paper on In stuff the, oh, yeah so let's talk about the manipulation of time not necessarily always time travel um but you know time is a concept that just kind of makes us feel better about ourselves right right so can you, brother? Mm. Uh, well, it's a nice little box that we can be like, ah, it's been a day and I, you know, see my other tomorrow and it just, you know. Um, so movies, can you name five? Because I figure that that's the fun little number. Not necessarily sure. time travel movies. Okay. Time manipulation movies. And so it can be time travel. Or it can be just, you know, mucking with uh, the construct of what we would consider a normal minute. Um, and a franchise will only count as one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, it would be really tough to think of ones that are time manipulation movies uh, that aren't time travel. Um, I have one in my head that, well, I have two in my head by the same director for that we could maybe like uh argue about but i'd win because i'm a girl okay i'm, I'm gonna let me it's God, hmm i don't know if you'd categorize it uh, run lola run yes was that when you were thinking idea. of no but i like it but that's it's a great movie and it's it plays not exactly with time. it plays with time but it's not exactly a time travel movie it's more what if rashomon but the three different perspectives were all from the same person somehow <laughs> what if rashomon <laughs> yeah I, i'll um, take it though i think it's a brilliant way to to start the conversation okay and good... and she has fabulous hair uh, whatever this is also true. and she name. runs like and oh. and she she does yep she she does do that well yes. um move over tom cruise we got someone else who's good at pumping them arms um oh that brings me to another one that i just thought 
fucking huge. Actually, I had a second one and I immediately forgot it. Oh, uh, um, now I'm trying to remember the name of the film. It's a German film. Uh, Funny Games. Funny Games. Th- Funny Games rewinds time. You're right. Yeah. <gasps> because which they is not exactly time in- travel, but the 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 uh, the, 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 the victims get the upper hand on the bad guys and you know shoots one of them and the other grabs the television remote and just rewinds the movie yeah oh my god i love that movie i didn't see the remake i, I saw see, the that's, that's you know that's something that we should uh add to our queue is the we need to see the originals or whatever because that one i've only seen the remake and oh. i'm like Holy well, from what I, uh, same director, and from what I understand, it's like just, it's this, he made the same movie just in English. It's just in English. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm sure I'll like it, but like you need to see the original. Like you just need to. I actually, I'm, this is, this is not a, um, what is the, uh, smug... this is off topic? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, tra- I'm, it's the, I, I saw, uh, the oh, funny games you. back before there was even a remake. Mm. I know that. I know that um, you talked to me about it. That's why I went hipster, to the hipster. That, that's what that's what I was looking for. No, it's just, but yeah, what I saw, I think I just I don't know how I became aware of the movie. I think I like rented it from Netflix back in the before times when Netflix was a you, the DVD. DVD rental service via the US mail. Yeah. Um so 20 some years ago. Uh, okay, so we got two run, little run, and uh, funny games. Um, there's uh, kind of similar to that, but there's click with Adam Sandler where he uses a remote control to. I haven't seen the movie, but I'm assuming I haven't either, but he does, he fast forwards through the boring stuff, supposedly, and yeah. That's a good thought. And slow mos even... and fast forward and rewind and does stuff like that. Again, I haven't seen the movie. I'm kind of assuming that and making assumptions based on a very shaky memory of the trailer for the film. No, but I so I have not seen the movie but I I have heard pray tell and you know interviews with him and whatnot and that you are correct and that is at least maybe it's not what the movie is about but it is actually that does happen in the movie. He does manipulate time, fast forwards through boring stuff and this does happen so. All right. Three. Here's one. Um, Planet of the Apes, uh, because it's kind of a uh time relativity thing where uh, Charlton Heston and whoever else with them they fly away and they come back, but they think they've landed on a new planet, they haven't, they've just landed on our planet in the far flung future because of time dilation and time relativity stuff. I like where you're going with all of these. So that's four. And let, let's see. Because um, I can think of a bunch of time travel movies. Uh, you did mention there, an actor who was in one. but I don't remember the name of the movie. I remember the original name of the movie. You know, there's, um, there's Cloud Atlas, uh, which we, uh, Warkowski's movie from last month, last month, month before last, whenever it was. Um, 
July, June, last month, because <laughs> we're oh recording gosh. this in March, so <laughs> right. really difficult to keep this stuff straight. Um, that's uh, that movie takes place in uses different times throughout history and kind of like the reincarnation of the same characters in different points in time so without being time travel it's, it's another film that is tells a story throughout a large span do you remember um uh what the hell is it called uh eternal darkness a game for the uh, gamecube no no, okay. Well, then that that analogy is not going to work at all. But uh, yeah, uh, Cloud Atlas, very interesting movie, interesting story. Uh, a lot of the actors will play the same characters. Um, yeah, I heard Hugh the, Grant plays or like, like the, this... the soul, at least the souls of the same people who end up in different people throughout yeah. a history. So, right. so there you go. So I was, <clears throat> the ones that I was thinking of, um, like Inception doesn't, play with but it does uh there, well there's also the other nolan flick though that goes backwards oh, all uh, of the memento and um, then tenant all I, of those I, I, yeah everything I, this man directs. i was thinking tenant and i went well memento too <laughs> so what is what is the one with when you said tommy cruz i was like that live die repeat movie but i don't that's oh not what it's called. um yeah that that was a name change what uh the world of Tom no, tomorrow no tomorrow never edge, of, dies? edge of tomorrow Edge of tomorrow, tomorrow, something. I think it's Edge of Tomorrow. Okay, I'll believe you. But yeah, I when you said Tommy Cruise, I was like, oh, he's in one. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes, Edge of Tomorrow. You win. I was wrong. Okay. Good lord. Well, but see, but that's fun. I, it's so interesting, like, because it's not time travel, but like, because mm -hmm. like even ah, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, so um Primer. Primer. Uh a movie about uh two two dudes. Uh four, but the other two have no bearing on the plot and drop out of the movie. And then they come um, back at the end randomly and do and, voiceover because you obviously they're not they're not Well, you know, I, I don't know how the movie was shot. I, I'm I'm guessing a good chunk, if not all of it, was ADR'd. But um <clears throat> I don't know if it's because they were very mumbly or they didn't have the right mics or they had no mics. My guess like is they, they didn't they have a boom operator. They, they might have shot on... Well, to be clear, I didn't see a boom or a mic in any of the shots. Uh, so they may have been just recording on film and just not had any way to capture audio yeah. or any good way. And so uh, ADR'd it all later. And also, I, I for, for being, I believe, his first film and written, directed, produced, edited, and scored all by himself, um, pretty solid filmmaking, too. He, Impre yes. He was yes. clearly shooting in his own garage, in his own house, in public places, but still managed to... I saw a couple points where it looked like he probably had some dolly track that he was moving. Could have been stacking boxes on a skateboard to uh, do a dolly. A um, yeah. uh, lot of either locked down or handheld, but uh, managed to find interesting ways to shoot in his boring ass living room, you know, uh, yeah. like shooting through doorways or shooting, uh, you know, from the top of a building looking down or through a window or 
an overhead shot, uh, keep making sure that other characters had business in the background in the kitchen. Although, why was the refrigerator wrapped like a present? Okay, not only that, but like, <laughs> why did she just go in and like go, ooh, I'm going to chomp on a real big ice cube. I, but I, I think the refrigerator yeah. was a present because he does say, he's like, no, we have to throw away the first few batches. And you see the Christmas tree in the background. So my guess is that he bought her a fridge. But maybe. like, I don't know. she goes right in to chew on the ice and all I thought, oh, maybe she's pregnant. But like, that's no, not, it's just not it's even it's just those weird, quirky things that real like, people I'm gonna, And she gets real excited. She's like, oh, I'm going to chomp on ice. And he's like, no, throw it away. Anyways, I thought I was like that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, two dudes are trying are playing in their garage uh, when they're not at work. They're, they're engineers or something. They're playing around in their garage trying to invent stuff. I think they're working on some type of like anti-gravity type of thing. Because they're using, like they keep talking about helium and argon. Mm-hmm. And, and but yeah, because when they do like the... Um, Confetti, the, the hole punch holes, yeah. Do those have a name? They probably I'm sure they do. do. I'm sure they do. Um, So you know that there's some sort of a... a thing going on yeah and i think they're trying to improve like an existing design because they're like well this uses really cold thing and we want to work at room temperature but but anyway whatever they're making they end up making a essentially a time machine and so they um use the time machine to go back and to they're like, okay, what is this stock going to do? Find a stock that does really well today. Then they go back six hours and buy the stock, and it go- does well that day, and yay money. It's brilliant. when they, when they the So the first time that they traveled, first time that we realized. That, that we realized, right. And, um, and they do the stocks. I'm like, dude, this is brilliant. Because not a lot of time travel movies, I mean, other than Biff, but like. You know, yeah, he gets an almanac from every, you know, fifteen. I I'm think. I'm like, and... you go, boys! Like they're like, let's play the stock market. I'm like, I love it. I love the way that that was thought out. And doing and just doing day trades too. It's like, yeah, what 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 does really well today? <laughs> you know, um. So, but then, uh, time shenanigans happen and things get out of control and it's not explained well and you don't see most of it and then the movie stops. Okay. So that's kind of the movie. Um, I I think it's a really... I, I like how time travel works in this movie because time travel works in different ways depending on what movie you're watching. And this is a version of time travel that i don't think i've seen before which is really neat yeah um i like what happens in the movie for the most part i just don't feel that it's communicated very well and i feel that a lot of that is definitely the movie was you know made for seven thousand dollars uh and they only had so much you know time and resources and stuff but I also feel a lot of it was this is the story and the sequence of events I intended to show. And it's like, you, you'll you figure it out. That's the fun of it. Watching it multiple times to figure it out. It's like, I think I got it, but 
here you you watched it twice, right? I did watch it twice. Okay. This is the first movie in our um series that I I mean some of them I've seen multiple times but like for this recording reasoning I did watch it twice. Okay. So so I have questions about the story that maybe you having seen it twice can answer. So Mr. Granger I think is the dude who discovers their time travel box and goes back through and mucks things up. Who the hell is he? You mean the blonde one? Or the blonde one who? Oh, you mean at the end of the movie when they come across this other dude? This other dude who apparently found their stuff and went back in time and is now following them around but doesn't do anything. Who is that? It's Mr. Granger. I don't know who that is, though. Okay. So there is a character named Rachel who Abe, the blonde. One of the two, yeah. Yeah, because it's Aaron and Abe. And so Rachel is that the wife? No, Rachel is Is it the, the woman with the X with the shotgun? Yes. Here's another question. Who the hell is she? She okay. She is the daughter. Mr. Granger is the one that they want to punch in the nose. Do you remember when he says if you could is he? go Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. I thought his name was like Abel or Abel or Really? Huh. Okay. I believe. I, and and she is his daughter. Okay. And I believe the blonde boy, Abe, okay. likes her. Also, if in, you have two characters, don't. Don't name them don't, Abe don't, and Aaron. Don't, yeah, don't. Not two short names that both begin with A. The first watch through, I was like, oh, my God, I need help on these two names. Um, And again, I've seen it twice. I'm still guessing at this name because this part of the movie where they find the guy following them is quite confusing. Yeah, because I had have we like, no. We have not not convinced he's the guy they want to punch in the nose. But whether that's the same person or a different person. I don't think we ever meet these guys ever at all in the movie. No, what I will say is the guy, it is 100% Rachel's father Mm -hmm. because they call her and they're like, hey, what's your dad's number? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. From the car, right. Yeah. So I know that it's her father. But who's Rachel in relation to them? The girl with the boyfriend with the shotgun, ex-boyfriend with the shotgun, who Abe, blonde boy, has a uh, fancy for. It's just a girl he has a crush on? Just a girl he fancies. I don't even remember him. Okay. Don't remember that. But okay. It was... There's one line in there when Aaron is doing his narrating where he says, um, days turned into weeks, weeks turned into months, and we Mm. were just hanging out. And she's in those scenes because they're just friends. But I think she's also the sister of one of the other two dudes. Oh. Because it's the other guy's birthday party. So the other two dudes. And I know, listener, you're just like tuning out. But there is a moment in the movie Mm -hmm. where the two guys that brother just discussed that were there at the beginning just fuck off. 
and are never heard from again until pretty much 20 minutes to the end of the movie. They come back just randomly and they're like, hey, it's nice to be in this garage again because it's been locked because they like to tinker their tinkerers with yeah. the uh, blonde and brunette Abe and Aaron, um, respectively. And, uh, and Aaron being the one, by the way, who was Shane, the one that did all of the uh, creating on this okay. movie. Um, and it's just those two dudes and Abe, the blonde, in the gay Raj at this moment. And that's when he goes, sorry, that was a very loud clap of thunder. <laughs> Scared the bejeez out of me. Um, oh my gosh. Well, your microphone really clipped it out, but I saw the lightning. Oh my God, that was really loud. Um, oh boy, where was I? So yeah, so they're in the garage, those three. And he goes, wait, what did you say? And they mentioned then, they said, you'll never guess what happened. Uh, at my birthday party, the 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 brunette dude. So the brunette dude. Oh, right, right, right. And he and said I think that that's Rachel's... when we learn about the birthday party, which is yes, like one of the big turning learn. points of the film. And I'm like, because here, here's the thing: dude so, came so in the, with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. So they, and this doesn't make any sense to me either. Again, maybe I'd, uh, maybe you'll be able to explain it to me. So two dudes, they make a time machine. They use it for I don't know a week or so, and uh, and um, well, probably not a you know like maybe four or five days or something because they have to travel all the way back to the beginning, and you can only you can only sit in that little box for so long. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of the thing that sucks about their version of time travel is if you want to travel six to eight hours back in time you got to sit in a little box with an oxygen tank for that six or eight hours because yeah. it goes backwards at the same rate which yeah. sucks but you know anyway um so uh they use it to play the stock market and make money but apparently one of them got a bug up his ass about a birthday party where is it Rachel's birthday party or is it no, someone else's? It's the brunette friend. So it's one of the two do other do okay. So the other His two birthday. dudes, right? One of them has a birthday. Which why they weren't there that one time is weird. I don't know, but, but that's okay. Please continue. At this birthday party, uh, Rachel. Her ex shows up with a shotgun yes. and just waves it around threatening people. And you don't know that. They don't what say says, what happens. Oh, that's I, true. He does say I that mean, he, he never shoots it. He never actually fires it. That's right. Yeah, because they, they say he just waved it around. And somehow he gets a bug up his ass about, I need to go back in time and redo everything to be a hero, I guess. Because I don't know what he's doing. Why does he because even no one care? Dies. Yeah. No one dies. No one gets hurt. Well, He's I... not the one who has a crush on Rachel anyway. True. The other guy wasn't even there. The, the guy who has the crush wasn't at the party until way late in the movie through the like timeline timeline yeah. six or seven or whatever they're at at that point. Then they both go and they're like, okay, we've planned this out because we've gone through a day recording the whole thing. We're playing it back in our ears so we know exactly how to respond to people so we can set it up exactly the way I want us. And 
then they walk towards the guy and it and it cuts away and we have no idea what happens and the guy is only ever there because the other uh, one of our heroes Aaron I think invites him invites in the first him, place I know. well why the fuck did you invite him if you don't want him to, I don't understand what's going on it's just so there is a I mean I can wrap my head around the time travel I just don't understand what these jackasses are trying to accomplish so there is a conversation regarding this and it does come at the end of the movie when they are discussing doing it when abe says you know or when aaron is telling him he never fires he just waves around it's going to be okay it's perfectly safe because abe is concerned they're all going to die and the reason that because even abe abe says everything you just said to aaron and aaron says what's to prevent him from coming back this way if we get him this time he gets arrested and he can't hurt anybody oh right because if you're willing to come in to a birthday party with a shotgun a loaded shotgun whether or not you you fire it um then he might hurt her at some time in the future yeah what's to say that you're not going to so the whole idea was to get him oh right 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 okay he does they do say that that's fine but again the only reason that guy shows up is because Aaron invites him. Abe wasn't even there in the first place. Aaron wasn't there in the first place either because the they hear it several they hear it secondhand, which yeah. also makes me wonder how in the first place he came to the party with the shotgun if Aaron didn't um invite, invite him? him. I don't know. Or maybe um, doppelganger Aaron uh because uh, another thing that's interesting about this flick that you learn towards the end of the movie, so you kind of have to just put everything together in your head, is they end up with duplicates of themselves. Yes. Uh, because what happens is... Um, it's so hard. It's how, I watched how it to explain twice, this. So, it's so hard. So what you do is if you want to travel six hours... So let's say it's noon. And this at noon... You're going to later today at six o'clock, you want to travel back to today at noon. So at noon, you turn on your time machine. Then you wait around until six. You get in the box, sit in there for six hours. And when you get out, it's noon. Right. Okay. So here's the issue. When you get out at noon, there's now two of you. There's you who just traveled back in time and got out of the box. And there's the original you who's standing around waiting for six o'clock to roll around so they can get in the box. So they have to be careful that they don't run into each other because they're not sure what happens. Does the one thing happen where same matter can't uh, access the, I'm sorry, that's not the one that's um, time cop Von Damme movie. Same matter can't occupy the same space at the same time. They're just not sure what's going to happen, so they try and play it safe. So they turn on the time machine, they just hang out in a hotel, eating bagels and seeing what the stocks are doing until they go get in the box, so that when they get out of the box, they don't run into themselves, right? Right. Uh, because then when they get out of the box, they just go about their day and do the stocks right, and right. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But they've created a second time machine that's been running the entire time that they're doing the time machine shenanigans. So if they screw something up irreparably, they can just get in the time machine on Friday and go all the way back to Monday and confront themselves, either confront themselves and say, hey, don't do that, 
yeah. or destroy the time machine so they can't. So I believe that's it's gonna... nearly four days. Okay. Place. So because yeah, four when they days. show the fail safe time machine, it's like three days, 22 hours. So it's almost four days. Right. Um, so we end the movie, I think with, Aaron's the one who locks himself in the attic, right? Yes. Okay, so so we have attic Aaron, Aaron, the other Aaron, the Aaron who ends up in France or something, and the Aaron who's like, you know what, I'm out. <laughs> you know, yeah. the the Aaron attic Aaron, the other Aaron who ends up in France, and then the other other Aaron who talks to France Aaron and is like. Okay, you're way more invested in this than, than, than I am, I am yeah. so I'm peacing out. Bye. So there's three errands, and I think there's two Abes. There's because I think there's only two Abes. Yes. I think Abe killed one of the Abes. I I was that him killing himself? I well, I mean, he seemed to knock him out and lock him in the bathroom. I don't I, I don't know if he knows what he's going to do with himself. I, I don't I didn't get the sense that he because when they both go into the fail safe, oh, do you think only Aaron went into the fail safe? When that's why there's three Aarons and only two Abes, huh? So did Abe kill Mister Granger? I, I like don't know. I, I, I'm not sure what's going on with Mister Granger. Yeah, he's did he. Did he if he's the same guy that they wanted to punch in the nose, did he find out like that they punched him in the nose and then he found out about the time machine and went back to prevent them from punching him in the nose? Well, there's a scene <laughs> where they're looking for a cat around a whole bunch of water. Do you remember this scene? Yes, and I that could not That comes out of nowhere? Yeah. And I'm like, in that what scene, are they doing? I mean, all, most, most of the away. exposition happens here, but yes. I was like, did they go here so that no one else can eavesdrop on them because of the sound I of the I think voice? so, because, but I believe, and again, I've seen it twice and I'm still very confused. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Aaron admits that he told someone mm -hmm. because oh, Abe man. is the one that figures it out and Aaron is the one that exploits it. Well, yeah, because he figures it out and then builds it. Yeah. But Aaron finds out about that too or, and the failsafe. So he goes back and then locks himself in the attic and then yeah. sends himself a note, which he's listening to. Note. The, yeah, the recorded listening note, to. which he's listening to. And then he goes back again to talk himself out of the damn thing, but finds out that he can't. So he's like, Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Uh, so yeah, we, we end the movie with, and he's in France. Gonna build a huge building one. another one. They're yeah, gonna so. build a huge one, and I don't know what he plans to do with it, but he's got ambition. Uh, why didn't you just? You guys just cheated at the stock market and made money. Why is that not enough? Yeah, it's very. Also, your brain is leaking out your ears. That's an issue. And you can't write anymore. You don't have penmanship. You're you you. Yeah, there seems seems to be not very healthy for your brain. Yeah, there's some side effects. But, and while that's interesting, it also has no bearing on the plot. The thing that, that I nothing question, comes of that really. And the thing that I question is like the duplicates. Do they have the same? 
like what like it's 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 hard to know like when who went in and who came out so the ones that come out at noon to make the money like how do they know which stocks to buy like do they leave each other notes like do they know no, that they... later like that person is going in there and like it's an interesting well so yeah they 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 just remember so they turn on the time machine they go hide out in a hotel look up what stocks are going to win make a mental note or jot down a note and put it in their pocket get in the time machine sit there for six hours come out buy their stocks and uh then at the end of the day they've made money yeah okay that makes sense it's interesting um so it's all still kind of them so but it's it's so confusing let let me be very perfectly clear i love this movie really okay i love this movie Um, i love the idea of this movie yes I don't I love, love the, the execution. <laughs> there is a lot wrong with the execution, but I also believe some of it. I'm I, sure is is just the the budget and the resources. Yeah, and 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 my you know unintelligent mind. But no, I I and some I, of it's me being a dumbass <laughs> and not paying attention to who the hell Mister Granger is. I'm like, who is do you know? I so don't like, remember him again. I, if only I could watch it a third time. Um, but I think it's going to expire here in a second. Um. <clears throat> But watching it a second time, the amount of new information I took in is insane. So it's like, if I watched it a third time, I'm sure. So here's what's very interesting. There is, um, at the end of the movie, you learn that um, Aaron has been recording the day. He's had his doppelganger, Mm -hmm. like record like that's just what he had him do he's like do the recording so that i am three seconds ahead so i always know what to say to, to get everything to get play out exactly everything right. to play out exactly mm-hmm. how it needs to go and i i noticed when abe first approaches him on the bench to sh- introduce him to time travel he had the earpiece and he had it always had it from throughout where he takes him to the lab to look at the mold and stuff like yes, that. I'm he like, already has why is it. He st-? And I'm like, he why is he it. still listening to uh March the Madness March or whatever? Madness. I like, found that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, and that's that the thing is that scene. I didn't really fully notice it the first time through. Like it didn't mean anything to right. me, but it and was then when present I saw enough the... that I made a mm-hmm. mental note of it. And I'm like, yeah, he did have that the hard time. So the second time I'm like, shit, he's But they didn't see Mr. There. Granger very well because I had no idea who the hell that was or what he looked like. I'm like, I don't right. remember this character at all. And it's true. I'm going to have to look at it again because he does say, you know, I saw him this afternoon and they talk about his beard. And, and yeah, stuff. they say I saw him this afternoon. He's clean do... shaven. Now he's got a couple of days of growth. which implies that he went back and he's just been freaking out for the last two or three days yeah it it, so it it is true that a lot is not explained and it is true that that specific idea does not come to fruition nicely and there's a lot that you have to infer but i truly I've never seen the time travel or the time manipulate. I've never seen it done this way. It's very interesting. I mm-hmm. liked how they did it. I actually find both of the the actors quite um, believable. They're just the yeah, other for two not actors. They did fine. The other two friends were terrible. 
absolutely terrible yeah. no other but these two seem just very comfortable like you would think that they might be friends in 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 real life because there's a comfortability there and yeah, pretty naturalistic just, yeah shane is a sweaty sweaty man throughout the entire <laughs> movie he's, he's the, the wife was uh pretty natural too yeah i wonder if that's actually his i wonder i'm like i wonder like i would imagine most of the people in this movie are people he knows yeah, this is what i'm yeah so um but yeah no i thought i loved it i found it fascinating and i and just i found it fascinating i found the dialogue fascinating i found how they explain things and i think it's because there are there are big budget movies that try to explain the time travel and you can almost tell that they're trying so hard because in 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 reality i mean at least i'm not sure because i personally haven't experienced it or known anyone who's experienced it but supposedly we in reality have not time traveled we don't know what time travel is we can only extrapolate what we think uh could occur and how it could occur right so when i watch these big budget movies like tenant uh which i also loved by the way yeah, I don't know. It. it just seems so. We're trying. We're they're going to try to dumb it down for the audience. So it's like they almost like sometimes you see these bigger movies and it's like, oh yay! Here's where they explain it to us in a way that no one is ever going to have a conversation like this in real life. Whereas mm -hmm. in this movie, they are unapologetic in if you can't follow it you can't follow it we're just going to talk because they're very natural the 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 moment that lost me the first time around and not lost me in like uh i'm throwing up my hands and i'm out but lost me and i'm like okay i was with you and now i'm really concerned is kind of right before the mr granger moment when the kid is hitting the cars with the newspapers and mm -hmm. the, the alarm goes off and by the way um listeners if you ever want to watch this movie it's only 78 minutes it's a quick short film it's a short film so it's not it's not uh it's not like a real big sit or anything which is probably why i was able to get through it twice yeah um but i like this one because they're talking about going back and keeping that kid from hitting the cars so that they mm -hmm. don't get woken up so that they can have a better night's sleep which is hilarious that that's kind of pardon me i think i'm gonna hiccup Maybe burp. I don't know. Well, that was the thing, right? So he he's awoken by the car alarm in the middle of the night. He's like, yes. "All right, we can go punch that dude in the nose, mm -hmm. and then we can and just feel good about that, and then we can." Yeah. Because I I turned on the the time machine last night at five, so we can just punch whatever in the nose and go sit in the time machine, and then we just go camp out at night and scare off the kids so that they don't hit the car alarm. That way we don't ever actually get up and do that. We don't have to worry about our doubles. Exactly. And I, but like the way they, but then they, it, then they, they run just, into Mr. Granger. And, and then they run like, it, and, then, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. But the way well, the that, hell breaking loose is like the last 20 minutes of the it movie. Is. It, it truly so, is the last 20 minutes, but the whole, that conversation when there's, he's like, Oh, I'm getting used to these 36 hour days. And that conversation, like you, they, they, they talk about it so lax so flippantly that it's just like, oh yeah, we'll just go back to five. I'll lose the nose. And so to me, I liked that use of just we get it. 
we know exactly what we're talking about. If you know, whereas in big budget movies, they really, really, really want you with them. And in this movie, I appreciated that they're like, Hey, you you're the you're 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 with us, you're not with us, you'll figure it out. Well, I think they did ride. a nice job at the beginning of the film kind of explaining the uh time A, time B, yes. and then the recursive or you know, just looping around. They, uh, they they do. He's like, no, 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 I need to write this down. We've got time A, time B, and he's like, draw a little arc. It's like, right. And now it loops around. back around. And it just, if you keep sitting there, it just spins around in those two points. Yeah. It's like, oh. So. Yeah, but it's, I, I found it just fascinating. And I, I, I enjoy a movie that I've never seen anything like, you know? Now there's a yeah there's a lot I enjoyed about it I just don't think narratively it's constructed very well and I understand that they can't do a whole you know they don't have the effects to uh, what they did it was fine with the couple interactions of the same person um I also thought for a moment they were trying to do some interesting color grading to uh, so, visually uh, identify the different timelines. I went, no, it's just overexposed film. <laughs> okay, so I'm I know exactly when you're speaking of because it was in the parking lot when they're filling uh-huh. up the the gas tank. Because I was with Fusion, we were looking at that, and I was like, Why is this so goddamn orange? Are there ties <laughs> a different color? And because look to the tie, the ties give away a lot mm. as well. But like I was looking at them and I was and I was really studying it. And I'm like, those look like different ties. And then when I saw it in the second time around, I'm like, they're the same ties. They look like different colors because of the exposure. But damn it, I was really proud of myself. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. the ties are going to to give it all away. Um yeah, no, it's it it's fascinating. I I do wish that I I knew a I I want. Like that last 20 minutes, like just to watch it again and be like, wait, who are you? And then when he runs around the side and both Aaron and Granger are like falling on the ground, or is that Aaron and Aaron? Did Aaron punch himself? I, one of them's Granger, the guy. So it is Granger and the other one. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure because I don't know what the guy looks like because I don't think we've ever met him in the movie before, which I think is, which I think is a problem. I I, I don't think that's a, well, we're, we're not going to handhold you. I'm like, fine, but not introducing important characters I feel is a problem. Yeah. And I do agree with you. I do agree that it is not explained well who he is and how he, 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 he came to be, but I, I find it very interesting that, I, I also like the and flip. Rachel. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm sorry. Who is she? She's not the wife. She's some other woman that I don't know who she is in relation to anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying they don't say, but if if when they do, I I miss very the... in the background. Like it's something mm-hmm. about he just want to be near Rachel. Like they say something, and but then they also say something to the effect when um, Abe wakes up on the floor of his room that one time like very right. near the beginning and then yeah. Aaron is calling him and Aaron says are the kids there and they're like adults adult who are these people children I, yeah like, I, I, he's I, like I, yeah they're here and he's like okay meet me at the door and I'm like they're like 20 yeah you know, I, I wasn't sure what was going children. on I didn't know who these children either. are either because I didn't think that Aaron was or Abe was married I know Aaron is married 
Mm-hmm. What, and, what I find and also I very... think as a kid, at least in, in one yes. scene in the movie. No, I don't know where she scenes. is throughout the rest of the film. But... They talk about her because she yeah. says at the very beginning, the very beginning of the movie, and I caught it both times. The very mm. beginning of the movie, he goes, um, he goes, is she asleep? And she said, no, she's still up. She needs a bath. And he goes, well, you know that if I do it, she's going to lock herself in the closet. She's like, okay. So mm. they mentioned the Complete. girl. Okay. They, yeah. they mentioned his. Kid. I mean, at least I noticed her at some point, but uh... yeah. I think it's in one of the montages where he's it is. just when you actually her meet the child. You actually well, you actually see. Her oh, that's actually, I think this is the only one of the only times you see her. Actually, you see yeah. her twice. You see her. You see the child once when he's getting ready to take her to like school. He puts her backpack on, and it's when they're doing the mm. first time travel. Yeah. And he says, "I just need to drop her off at wherever." And then she's sitting on Abe's lap. Right. Right. In a scene as well. Um, but yeah, there, there's I, I love the way time travel works. There's a lot of really cool ideas, like the bit with the earpiece that you learn later that he's already been through time and he's, mm-hmm. you know, manipulating things to make it play out the same way. Um, <clears throat> and then there's, uh, you know, uh, the, the wife asking him, did you call pest control? And he's like, yeah, my wife thinks there's uh, rats in the attic. And you find out later, it's like, no, it, it's it's a different version of him that he kidnapped and he locked in the attic. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. There's some really great stuff in the film. There, there's a lot I like. I just don't think it really comes together well. But I, I mean, for $7,000 in a first attempt, I think it's And I think that maybe that's why I like it so much mm-hmm. is because it truly is like, there's enough little tiny things about like, yeah, he's like, because he even says, oh, I think it's just birds. Do you really want to kill baby birds or whatever? And so um, when he's locked himself in the attic. But I also find it terribly, um, uh, like, you you don't see it going this way when it's, at the beginning, it's all Abe. Abe figured it out. Abe fi- is showing you. Abe's trying and to built the thing you. and tested it himself Abe, along with Abe the fail it. safe. And it's, like- it's all Abe. And then it's Aaron mm-hmm. who takes it for himself. Yep. And like, and there, there's also a bit where there, there. I forget how this actually plays into anything, but there, there's a whole bit where it's like, yeah, th- th- it's a box, so we can just collapse the damn thing and bring it back through time with us. I'm like, yes, neat. Yeah. Why? What? Yeah. <laughs> I I noticed that too, and I'm like, interesting, because it's not single, so it's not single use. That was, I think. The idea is, but anyways, because he said something about it not being single use, mm-hmm. but no, but if it, again, like, but in it, watching it the second it time, though. in watching it the second time, you actually realize Aaron's not that great of a person. It's interesting, like, because Aaron's the one at the beginning when it's all four of them and mm-hmm. they're at the table, Aaron is the one who is poo pooing the other two. Aaron is the one who is telling Abe, we don't need them. We can do this all ourselves. Aaron's the one that's like, let's lock them out. You know, he's actually, and he's the one that's like, and again, his dream is to punch this dude in the nose. And then he even says, cause he, he, cause there's a a moment when. Who what, like freeze them out of a patent or for something? Again, there is a, I'm a, I math. Me and math are friends. Mm-hmm. Me and physics, 
is it, I know there's a lot of math and physics, but there's the science part comes in and I'm like, you're trying to make liquid helium. Why? What does liquid helium do? <laughs> um, I do not know. Is that a thing? Um, but yeah, so I, I, it was the feeling of the beginning rather than the, you know, cause they're talking about Tesla coils and he's like, it's not a Tesla coil. And, and then they're like, well, you sure do have a lot of oscilloscopes in that. Dude, in and that then garage. they're pilfering. What did he, I died when he was like catalytic converter. He's like, mm -hmm. oh, we'll just get, you know, we'll take the catalytic converter. He's like, don't forget to put that back because your emissions just went up 130% or whatever he said. And I'm like, and then they're, they're like, oh, we, we can get a, cause they're on a budget here. And they're like, oh, copper tubing. We can get some off the back of the refrigerator. It's like, yeah, that's going to be more expensive than just buying copper tubing. And like, did you already take that off of the back of the fridge? There's some good stuff in there. I, one of the be best line in the movie is the, uh, I'm, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? I haven't had anything to eat since this afternoon, since later this afternoon. I'm like, okay. That's that's a good yep. one. I yeah, I haven't had anything to eat since later this afternoon. Yeah, I thought that was very good. But it is interesting because Aaron isn't the you know what I was saying about um his wife is that that there's a scene that they've already kind of made a little bit of money, and mm -hmm. Abe tells Aaron, "You can tell her. I'll I'll let you tell wife, her. Yeah. She's your wife. She's allowed to know." Bring her in. And even Aaron's like, no, mm -hmm. I'll tell her maybe later, but I'm not going to tell her now. Um, I'll just let her think that like, I got some, you know, I'll fill her in later or whatever, but I'm not going to bring her in now. And then they but I may take her to Costa Rica or something like that to let, to let my doppelganger die in the attic. Basically. <laughs> um, but he, like, maybe he after says, a month, they'll stop moving. But <laughs> in that bad, in that it. scene, yeah, right. In that scene where they're talking about the 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 pest control in the attic, Abe asks, you know, what would you do if you had all the money? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to work. What? And she was like, what do you, you know? And the wife said, oh, I would have to do something about giving back, and I would have to do something. And that, and Aaron even says, he's like, my saintly wife. I want to punch a dude in the nose. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and it's so it's so interesting watching it back mm -hmm. and just realizing that this dude is kind of manipulative in 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 the whole time and i think that the first watch through you're thinking that abe is going because abe finds it first and abe has the double first mm -hmm. but it's aaron who's already done the whole freaking thing and he's well like, abe you know does the experimenting and the testing and then the building and then the yeah, figuring out where to put it, yeah. and then making this fail safe. And apparently, Aaron was, I guess, spying on him, maybe. Or I guess. See, it seems like it would be a hard thing to just kind of stumble well, across. But there is a moment again. I watched it twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a moment in one of the. I think it's the second time they go to the storage unit because their time machines are housed in a U-Haul storage. A climate-controlled storage. Very exciting, yeah. yes, exactly. Um, When they're walking down and he, Abe, checks one of the locks on the door before the one they go into. And they, yeah, and then he, he's like, whoop, wrong one, or something like that. But is it? Or was well, he making sure that the failsafe was secure? I thought, and that I, no didn't one's he mention that the failsafe was on the level above? I thought so too, but like, 
But then I thought, well, maybe the film got reversed I, or something uh, because I was, yeah. I thought so too. I thought the failsafe was on the other side, but he does that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember I thinking the first time through, I was like, I was like, you don't know which one yours is. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, that could be, he was just checking up on his. His other one. So yeah, I I think there was a lot of smart choices. And I thought there were a lot of aggravating choices. Yeah. But I think the smart choices and the sheer audacity of the movie and the sheer like indie, like true, like there was some grainy ass footage. Yeah. And 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 surprised it wasn't in black and white. So my choice is pie. No, it's actually not. <laughs> but um, uh, although I've never seen pie, I own it. I've, I've never seen it. Not seen it either. But I, I, yeah, I, I'm true. I, I think, you know, I've always liked movies that you can talk about after, mm-hmm. and that you're thinking about a lot. Mm-hmm. And this one is, and not in like an ugly way. Because you and I have seen movies that we haven't liked and we'll talk about it angrily <laughs> afterwards. Like, oh, ugh. and that doesn't make the movie good just because you can talk about it. And it yeah. doesn't make me like the movie. But when I, I'm really captivated by this one and there's something about it that I'm just like, I feel like I can break this code. It's almost like a challenge for me. And I'm not a competitive person, but this movie has made, I'm like, mm, challenge so, accepted, Shane. So now that we've recorded this episode, are, are you going to dig into all the yes. YouTube oh, yes. explainers oh, God, and yes. stuff? Oh my okay. God, yes. Yes, it's not even funny. Like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Someone must have must have made a chart. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, in, okay, so like, because I want to, I want to, um, I want to look at the ties, but mm-hmm. here's the other thing that's very interesting, and it's something that I only put together at this moment as I'm as I'm as I'm speaking. Mr. Green, really strange, <clears throat> some person. Yeah. Um, they mention what when they see him. Uh. Uh. Aaron says he was clean. Sh- clean shaven this afternoon mm-hmm. when I saw him and that looks like a three day growth. And I thought it was very funny because in the beginning of the movie, and it was something that I noticed right away and I don't know what it means. Let's be very honest. I have no idea what this means, but at the beginning of the movie, um, Abe has quite a lovely um, scraggly beard and I, I quite enjoyed it. And I love a good mountain man. So I was very, uh, I noticed it. And then I noticed in the very first scene when he looks over the roof down at Aaron sitting Mm -hmm. on the bench and then he goes down there, he's shaved. And I'm like, why did you shave your scruff? I liked the scruff. Probably because this was shot over two years. (laughs) And there is that. Because a couple of the haircuts changed a little bit. Uh, and so i was wondering if that was just a that or if it has anything not sure anything to and again i don't know it could not hair (laughs) so yeah so i'm 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 captivated i'm gonna go down wormhole if i had um time if i was younger 
and had zero children and uh, not a lot else on my plate, I definitely would do my own like one of these movies, like track the ties. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's just intriguing. I enjoy being pumped by movie. There's not a lot of movies. I'm sorry, I'm boring you. <laughs> Uh, long week, long sorry. Week. I know you've had a really long week. Um, but yeah, I haven't been this, I guess it's intrigued. Like I just, and what else has this man done? That I also didn't look into. Has there mm. been a future? He doesn't look familiar. He, he he's done some other things. Good voice. A lot of writing and um, uh, I think he's directed like two other movies, but he's also done some acting and some writing so you know, he, i i briefly looked and so, to see if he'd done anything else he has he has a handful of other credits of the last okay well that's good because i think like there's he's got there's something there oh definitely yeah it definitely has, as i was talking about the cinematography earlier it's it's not just a you know clerks i may find a more fun movie to watch but it's in, this has it trounces uh, Kevin Smith in the cinematography. So yeah, yeah, I was. It was very funny because when we first started watching it the, the other night, and I I told my friend I was like, I said, by the way, this is a brother's pick, um, and uh, it's from two thousand four, and it was made for seven thousand dollars, and he was like, oh, oh boy, no. and just <laughs> immediately in the opening scene when they're at the table and they're talking, and there's a few different angles. Mm -hmm. uh, he said to me, he goes, this is already outdone my, you know, he's like, it's already better than I could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that opening scene around the table, I, I was like, okay, okay this, this, I'm in. this guy understands uh, the same film thing. cinematography. So that's yeah, great. I thought the same thing. So, all right. Uh, so yeah. before we get to uh, your mandated movie, uh, if you want another time travel movie, that's uh, pretty good. I recommend Time Crimes. Time Crimes. Yep. It's a movie. Um, it is a movie. About, Interesting. And it has a uh, time travel in it. And I'm going to make sure that that's actually the name of the movie. Was Time Cop a travel yes. movie? Yes. Uh, time Cop was. It was Jean Claude Van Damme. We Jean talked about it okay. earlier. I was like, was that He's a Jean cop and he goes back yeah. in time. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, I, I forget what country it's from, but uh, the, the localized uh, um, uh, title is Time Crimes. Uh, the, the poster of the movie has a dude with a bloody bandage around his head holding a pair of scissors or something like that. Oh, dear. So, well, I'll have to look at it. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, Crazy. It's, it's still Independence Month, so mandate a movie. All right. So... When we chose this theme, this was the first movie that popped in my head. Mm -hmm. It hasn't, and I was like, then I'm gonna go with it. Um, Igby goes down. I've not seen it. I wanted so badly to see it when it came out. I missed that boat, but look, the boat came back around. Hey. So Igby goes down. So yeah, I'm very oh. excited. Kieran Karen Culkin. Culkin and Susan yeah. Sarandon. Yeah, that was like his breakout. Everyone was like, hey, this Bill Culkin Pullman, kid. Ryan Felipe, Amanda Peet, Jeff Goldblum, Claire Danes. Good God. But <laughs> it's an indie. All right. It's a different. <clears throat> My take on indie is a bit different, apparently. 
something. No, it's just it, it's no, a that's it, one it, of the that's one of the ways and... you get funding for your independent film is you manage to get some stars in it. Yeah. So I'm I'm ex- I I can't even tell you what it's about. Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll find out but next we'll find time out. then. So today's episode may have come to an end, but Independence Month continues next time with Kelly's mandated movie, Igby Goes Down, where we'll learn what actually goes down with Igby. Because we don't know. (laughs) Didn't read the summary. Uh, If you'd like to watch it too and find out what the hell happens in this movie or what the basic premise is, uh, check out the description of this video to see where it's currently streaming or available to rent. Until then, you can watch Movie Mandates on YouTube or listen to it in podcast form on iTunes. What? No? Did did you say no? No, I said oh no because you froze. Oh, I'm back. Okay. Do I need to do the outro again? Please. At what point did I... All right. Let's let's redo the outro. Take two. Today's episode may have come to an end, but Independence Month continues next time with Kelly's mandated movie, Igby Goes Down. We swear it's not a porno. No, it's not. If you'd like to watch it too, check out the description to see where it's currently streaming or available to rent. Until then, you can watch movie mandates on YouTube or listen to it in podcast form on iTunes. And hey... If you enjoy the show and would like to help us reach a wider audience, engagement is key. So if you're watching on YouTube, like and comment. If you're listening on iTunes, rate and review. Much obliged. And with that, I'm Andrew. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew Eisen. Scary. I'm Kelly. The thunder is crazy. At Get Isengard, you can follow me. The thunder that no one can hear because your microphone does a really good job of clipping out extraneous noise. So if anyone's watching this on YouTube, they just think I'm having this. A seizure or something, yeah. They're like, Kelly needs to see a doctor. Yeah. Okay, well, we hope you've all enjoyed this episode of Movie Mandates. We'll be back soon with another mandated movie. Bye, everyone. Bye.